This is the Coast to Coast Combat Hour on June 30th, uh, which means the month of June is over and July is coming up. LFA is stacking up July, and uh, we've got uh, one of their competitors returning with us, Justin Wetzel. Justin, thank you for coming back. Um, I know you you're, uh, you got a, just a certain amount of time to, to be with us, and last time we had you on, um, you had a story you wanted to tell about how you got into the fight game and stuff, so I said... Let's 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 open with that uh, before we talk about your upcoming fight. So the floor is yours, Justin. All right, man, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so let's rewind the tape. All right. Okay. So we're 2009. I'm uh, 17 years old. Summer heading into my uh, my senior year of high school. Uh, me and a buddy are playing mini golf with some girls, and for whatever reason, uh, the group ahead of us, like seven, eight holes ahead of us, is playing, and. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, dumbass kids, my buddy yells at them, calls them like, just calls them some names or some shit, like, hey, hey, fags, what are you guys doing? Just, <laughs> like, do you, like, I look at him, like, do you know them? Like, nope. Like, oh, okay, whatever. Hour goes by, we're on like the 17th hole, bro. And all of a sudden, all these cars pull up, like four or five cars. And this, I come from a town of like 10,000 people. So there's not like, it's a very small town, dude. Yeah. And, uh, all these cars pull up, dude. It's like a clown car. Like six, seven, eight people are piling out of each car, dude. Just rolling up. They're just they take over the mini golf course and like surround us. There's like fifty people, bro. And you know nothing ended up happening. We uh, we like talked them out of like not kicking our asses, but we were like completely helpless in that situation. Uh, they basically just bitches out, man. But it was it was nuts, dude. Like all these these random. It was like old people, young people, kids, girls, yeah. construction worker. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, all that happened, and uh, me and my buddy, like, man, we gotta learn how to, like defend ourselves or do something because I, yeah. I had like wrestled up to that point, but I hadn't done like any striking or any like real actual training. Yeah. So um, we we like looked for gyms, but in my like the small town was from the nearest gym is probably like an hour and a half away. So yeah. we were basically just uh, YouTubing grappling videos and doing that shit on the trampoline during the summer. And um, we would, like, put on uh, MMA gloves and, like, do strikes on the ground. Like, combat jiu-jitsu is what it would be called now. We yeah, would do yeah. that, like, on the trampoline shit during the summer. And, uh, okay, so fast forward now. School starts, senior year. And uh, one of my buddies who I wrestled with uh, – I told him that I was doing like shit like that. Like, yeah, I've been training, right? Like, <laughs> like stuff on the, on the trampoline. And, uh, he's like, Oh, one of my buddies, he's a, he's like a striker. Like he had done some amateur, like boxing matches or some shit. And he's like, he's trying to do MMA too. Like, do you guys want to like, we should like organize like a fight thing, like get together and you guys could fight. Like we could have the gloves and the mouthpiece and everything. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. I know a perfect place. Like there's a, uh, there's this park right up by uh, one of the schools. And in the back of the park, there's like a little entrance to like this wooded tree area. It's like a circle, dude. And it's like, it's, it's right off of traffic. The park is, but mm-hmm. in this area, it's completely sealed off by trees, very thick. And, uh, that's where we were going to do it. So his, like my buddy was like the matchmaker between me and this me and this kid. So he set like the fight up. All right, we're going to fight Thomas park Friday after school at like four, four fifteen PM. It's going to be MMA rules. One, uh, three one minute rounds, um, yeah, just meet there. So the week of the <laughs> the fight week, if you will, the week of the fight. I think that was on a Monday. We decided 
like word gets around school that like me and this kid Dylan are fighting and uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you just walking down the hallways and you like, people are coming to you like, you're going to get your ass beat pussy. Like you saw like, <laughs> just like, like, shit you see now, like, like the fight game still. Wow. But, so Friday comes and it's after school and uh, <clears throat> I'm at home and two of my buddies pick me up on like, Two of my buddies on the wrestling team pick me up and uh they drive me to the park. And I kid you not, dude. I I get to I get to the park and then I get to the back area where like the wooded area is, the enclosed area, and there's like 50 fucking people from school there. The dude I'm supposed to fight is already got his mouthpiece in, he's wearing shorts, and he's like jumping around, you know, like warming up in the middle and shit. Like already got his glove. I'm like, holy, like damn, this is like actually happening. Like it was like I don't know, man. That's a lot of people where I'm from. Yeah. Like, and that gathering, all a bunch of kids and shit. And they're all just like, watch, like, all right, get your shit on. Like, all right, give me five <laughs> minutes to warm up or some shit. <laughs> um, so I, uh, that fight happened, man. Me and the kid fought. I, uh, he like threw some crazy punches. I took him down and, uh, uh, ended up submitting him and he wanted to fight again. So we fought again and the same thing happened. I submitted him. And then some other kids that were there watching, they're like, yeah, we want to fight too. Oh, wow. So there was like another fight after that. And like, there's two or three more fights after that, dude. And oh, wow. like, this, this was supposed to be just, it was originally supposed to just be one fight. Yeah. But we all, had, yeah. <laughs> but everyone else wanted to fight afterwards. And then after that happened, like, all right, when's the next one? Like, what? <laughs> like, people were like asking me and my buddy that set up the fight with his friend, uh, the original fight. They're asking me and him, like, who can we fight? can we fight so next thing you know we're like all right two weeks from now friday we'll like we'll everyone meet up here again oh wow <laughs> yeah and uh yeah dude so like <laughs> i would like find people in school people would like text me and shit like hey do you want to fight me i'll fight da, 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 this or that like dude it was nuts and uh yeah we would have these events and i uh i fought three i fought two more times and like two more events if you will at <laughs> Yeah, dude. So did this thing have a name or something? I mean, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to cut yeah, you no, off, Matt, but no, I mean, you're good. you're good. The school newspaper got a hold of this shit, and they, uh... so me and my buddy, we 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 joked around and called it the Woodland Brawls, like because it was like surrounded by trees and shit, and like wow. fenced off, fenced off. But the uh, the newspaper called it the Woodlawn Brawls because there was a wood, there was a park called Woodlawn. They didn't know what they're talking about, so we just made fun of it and called it the, the Woodlawn Brawls. Wow, yeah. Uh, so you're you're matchmaking, promoting, and everything. Well, and fighting, <laughs> and fighting, and that's, fighting. <laughs> that's a jack of all trades in the fight game, right there. Wow, that that's that's a that's a yeah. that's an amazing story. It get it get. There's still more to it, though, man. So go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so you know these events happen. Uh, now it's uh it's come it's re- it's wrestling season now. Okay. You know, this happened at the very beginning of the year when football was going on. I didn't play any sports during during the fall. My coach was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling season's coming up, you dumbass. Like, you have to stop right now. You're like captain of the wrestling team. I can't have you fucking fighting people in the park. Dude, like, it's cool, but stop, dumbass. Like, all right, stop. Done. It's over. No more fights. You know, it's wrestling season. All right, well... School's going on, and uh, there's like a, a drug 
I don't know what you want to call it, a, a lockdown where like the cops come and with the drug dogs and shit and like search the school, search the parking lot. Yeah. So let me go back a little bit more. So for our last event, my uh, my buddy that my other buddy that was matching with me, him and <laughs> he printed out because you know we're we're fucking kids and we're geniuses. He printed out waivers. He printed out like witness <laughs> like things like I waive this and that. Da, 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 wow! Not, like the official title. People there watching like witness sign, judge, yeah, referee just cool. sign around. <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. Like, wow! It's all on paper now. All right, now we fast forward to the wrestling season, right? This is probably a good four weeks after all this is like done. Uh huh. The drug bust happens. Um, at some point, obviously, my buddy was like smoking, but they had like, like I think some seeds or some shit was in his car. So they hit on his car. They didn't find any drugs or any weed or any anything. But what they did find in his glove compartment was all those contracts, if you will, from that. So now, so next thing you know, dude. Yeah. Next thing you know, the fucking people's launching an investigation on what this fucking Woodlawn Brawls is. And fucking the week of, I hear, like, you just hear them calling people the office, so-and-so. And you hear the names. Like, it gets closer to, like, more people that are involved. The next thing you know, they're calling my buddy. And next thing you know, they call, like, I'm, like, the last person to get called. This is like, what is going on? This fight shit. Uh, is this how you want to be remembered? Started this fight club. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, that that uh, there were some fights in there though. I didn't really get too much into the fights, but I had one fight in there against somebody that like had like punked me out earlier that year, like punched me in school, and we fought. And I was like actually kind of scared going into the fight, you know, that I was going to get my ass beat. But I ended up like you know kind of beating his ass and like choking him out. And the feeling after that like was like my first like I don't know victory of MMA, if you will. I don't know, but that that feeling. I, yeah. I just loved it, dude, and I just knew that's what I was going to do. Awesome story. That's that's yeah, fun way to get involved. Um, yeah. That's a great <laughs> story. <laughs> Transitioning now, uh, you have a fight scheduled for July seventeenth for LFA eighty five. Uh, I guess the initial question would be: Did you ever think that you'd be fighting for LFA and they'd have a smaller crowd than the Woodlawn Brawls mm-hmm. did? Mm, that is a good question. No, dude, that, that's fucking insane how you think about it. <laughs> dude, that is but, nuts. But seriously, uh, what what do you know about your fight? Uh, I see according to Tapology, you're fighting Jacob Thrall. Um, is that still the, the opponent uh, that you got? Nothing, No late yeah, changes or anything? Yeah, every, everything's the same except for the weight classes at 145. Uh, they offered a catch of 140 for – one thirty five or one forty for number one contender spot. Um that doesn't make sense to me though because the title is vacant and it's been vacant for six months. So I said let's do it at one thirty five for uh for the for the title. Let's just do it for the title. Um I I don't know. That didn't happen. So I kind of stood my ground. You know, it was like four weeks away. So I said one forty five and they accepted and here we are at one forty five. But going yeah. ahead in the future, it's it's going to be Bantamweight. So Bantamweight, yeah, I know you were in our last interview. You talked about the the getting offered fights uh, higher than your preferred weight class. What do you know about your opponent? I, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I don't know a lot about him. What do you What do you know about his style? He's a tough, dude, man. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of his fights actually on on the internet, and uh, um, he's he's a hard nosed wrestler, and he likes to brawl. So I mean, this is this is definitely going to be, uh, I think, a, a test, if you will, against me against someone that's going to be like 
come he comes forward, you know, he's trying to like take my head off right out the gate. So mm-hmm. um yeah, it's gonna be it's tough, man, but I, I like the matchup still. I like uh, my skills against his. I like my physical attributes, if you will, against his. I'm I'm taller, longer. I know I'm gonna be bigger coming in this fight than him. So I'm gonna have a lot of advantages. But he, he's so, gonna it's gonna be tough. So I mean, talking about it being tough, I mean I we we it's kind of like a redundant question at this point, but you know, with everything going on with the pandemic and, and this is LFA's uh month of returning, like how how's it been for you just staying ready and like like how have you been doing through all this? Uh so the first bit of the pandemic, man, it was hard. It was uh you know, I'm from Colorado right now, so everything was shut down for like a solid two months and there was no like formal practices at all. It was pretty much self-training garage, this or that, like going to the park doing, but I don't know. It really sucked. But, uh, Corey's fight with, uh, Aljo, Alderman Sterling, um, was scheduled. And once that was scheduled, he, uh, got a hold of me and me and him started training like, uh, I don't know, probably two months back getting ready for that fight. So I kind of got an early start before like, all the gyms and everything reopened back up like they are now. Okay. So I mean, I, I kind of got like a, you know, a little head start, if you will. Yeah. When you were training with Corey, did you have access to the gym kind of privately or did you have to do it in your, in your garages and parks and stuff like that? It would be in the gym with like three people there. Okay. That's kind of what I figured. Like me um, and the three other people. Yeah. We talked about your last, you know, we, we talked about kind of your, your strengths, not strength to schedule, <laughs> but your timing of your fights. Uh, in, in last time about how you, you, you wanted to keep active, especially coming off of the, the 20, what was it? 28 second knockout. Um, yeah. What uh, did you have fights lined up? I've talked to other LFA fighters and they had stuff lined up that constantly kind of kept getting pushed back. Did you have anything initially scheduled uh, prior to this bout that, that got canceled initially? Or what is your uh, situation with LFA Ben as far as getting another fight lined up? Uh, no, I didn't have anything canceled. I had a couple different uh, things in the talk that weren't LFA that never uh, never fizzled out, unfortunately. There's a couple of matchups that I would have liked to take, but um, ultimately I was really hoping that I could just get either one more LFA fight for the title or uh, maybe, if I was lucky, I'd like hold off for the Contender Series. But I think I'm going to have to go that the route that I'm in now, which is you know, the LFA fight. I mean, well, you never really know. I mean, has uh, one thing I'm noticing, if you look at like all these fights that, that have been that w- the, the fight announcements, when they come out, a lot of them are short notice. I mean, yeah, sh- sh- you know what I mean? Like, like if you look at the uh, the two ladies from Invicta that fought last week and they only had f- five days or less notice. Um, Max Rushkoff had uh, what, like 10 days notice. Um, you know, the I, it's weird to say it, but for MMA, the sport of mixed martial arts, it almost seems like like uh availability and and the logistics of everything is creating more opportunity for guys like yourself is is that something that's like been crossing your mind since you've seen everything happening and 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 sport of mma returning since the beginning man i i was trying early to uh when when the first thing when me and thrall's first fight got canceled i was trying to promote it to like make like move that fight to the ufc right like just make that a ufc fight like Mm. put a fight I, i know just so yeah, that that's been on my mind. I want to be one of those guys. I was saying like I want to be one of those guys that get through in the gets to the UFC like through the cracks, right? Like <laughs> short notice, pandemic. We need like fighters. Just put me on. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Right now it's about being able to be ready. I don't want to miss a huge opportunity because of the scale. You know, yeah. that'd be terrible. 
the contender series seems to be firing up again. I see some fight announcements starting for that in August. And then there's the rumored ultimate fighter return. Are you, you're, yeah. you, you clearly said you're open to the to contender series. Is the ultimate fighter something that you would jump at too? Or is that something that maybe doesn't interest you as much? Mm, I mean, it's a way in. I look at it that way. I'm not really too big a fan of it. Um, I've, <laughs> I've heard from people. I know people that have been on the show. <laughs> it does not sound fun. But, I mean, it is a way in. And the contracts from the Ultimate Fighter are kind of bogus, too. I don't know. It's something to think about. It's, it's hard to say no, though. It really is if, if that was offered to me, you know. Because it does give you exposure. It does put eyes on you. It mm-hmm. does give you an opportunity in. <clears throat> so well, like I, you I think said, at the same, at the same time, it locks you into some contracts. and You're in the door, but you're not necessarily where you want to be once you're in there, I, I guess. Right. That's the best way to say it. So Cool. Yeah, I, I just saw that coming up. And then um, – I, I, so Sandhagen basically he went into that fight with Aljo with very very little you know team training it was it was uh it was almost private classes to get him ready for that fight. Yeah, I mean there was there was a, ha- a handful of people there was a you know but as far as like dude as far as like the team training practices go that was mm-hmm. that was shut down for like I don't mm-hmm. know how long at least two months like. So Blades and Gagey and all those guys went through the exact same. Magni, all those guys did the – it was basically the same story for all them? More or less, yeah. They were just uh, have their own private practice with like a group of their selected training partners. So for, for, your, uh, for your upcoming preparation for your fight, um, like as far as the, the promotion and, and, you know, how everyone's – Everyone's going to ask, uh, so I'm sure you 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 have to have some idea of what are they doing with like testing, quarantine, all that. I mean, are they testing you before you even make your way to to the fight, or how's that working for you? Uh, as far as I know, I get tested right when I get there. Or some shit, like I get there. When, I have not been over the protocol of like mm. when you get there, do we have to stay in the hotel? And I'm only allowed one coach though, one corner person hmm. that can travel with that can travel and stay with me at all times. Something stupid. I know that it makes any sense, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. No I agree. No, no, I agree with you because it's it's. I mean, especially if, if you're going to move forward with something like fighting, where it's where there's really. Yeah. Um, I interviewed a, a fighter over here on the East Coast, uh, like a week ago, and you know, combat sports is very personal. You know, like like you're more worried about the damage. You know, you're gonna you could possibly take in the fight than. You know all this other stuff going on, so that, that your focus is going to be on your preparation and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to, um, like you said, it's kind of hard to. It's kind. You don't want to knock the precautions because everybody wants you to take them. But on the other hand, when you're in your shoes, I mean, all you want to do is fight because that's what that's what you want to yeah. do. I mean, you've been doing it since uh, Woodlawn <laughs> Fight Camp, yeah. Fight Club, or whatever it is. So um, yeah, I mean, so is that. Yeah, so is that kind of your take on on this whole thing? It's like I just want to get back to fighting. I want to get in the UFC, man. That's what yeah. I want. And I mean, got to get the wins to get there, right? And yeah. I know I'm ready. I'm ready. I know I'm ready for that level, man. I just, I guess, I just gotta beef up the resume more to get more noticed and to get on there. But that's that's what I want, man. I guess kind of an off topic thing we're talking about the lockdown and you know I'm not i'm not going to ask for your any political opinions or anything but as far as just anything you picked up um 
new. Uh, you know, some of us took up gardening or cooking or, you know, uh, other than fighting the fight world, did, is there anything that you uh, were able to get into during the, the months off or the, the slowdown, Ooh. I should say? Slowdown. Uh, I cleaned my garage. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I did that. And, I, oh, I uh, started a poker club. Uh, with me and a couple of guys on the team, we we, we get to we've been playing it now for uh, three months, like every Friday and Sunday, dude. Um, I don't know. I've I've we have like a core base of people that play, but you know we get like six, seven other players that come through that are on the team, and a lot of times, like previously when I'm training, uh, you know, there's a lot of people on the team, right? So you don't really get to personalize with people and talk and yeah, funny. But but through like this like poker club that, that like I kind of helped me and a couple other people help create like i've met a lot of different people that i've been training with for months but never personally knew so i've gotten close to a lot of different teammates through that i could i think that's the uh the biggest change if you will or hobby i've picked up on this gambling it's great it's it's weird though because it seems like uh it just because based on the story you told when we started and then that we just said now it just seems like you're you you have you've got like a weird entrepreneurial thing in you where you kind of just start these things out of based on what what's around you. I mean that's pretty that's a that's a pretty nice uh, personality trait that uh, I mean opportunity. You're an entrepreneur. Like it's like you 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 see opportunities in everything. So that that's uh, that's pretty cool. And I know that's something that Dana White looks for uh, when he's looking for people to fill up cards. So I I I, I see it happening for you. I definitely see it happening for you. Um, so, are, uh, is it if if uh, mid July your 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 fight happens, and uh, depending on how things go, what what's your take? I mean, I, I know you Matt mentioned how you like you wanted to fight a certain amount of times, but do you want to fight more because of this standstill that we had? Like, or, like, would, are you going to be one of these guys that are like, I'm fresh, get me back in there in the fall, you know, September, or August? Uh, I have something uh, in. Kind of, I don't want to say I have. I've been offered another fight later in the year oh, by okay. a different promotion, so I kind of have that in my back pocket if the uh, contender series UFC doesn't work out, and I'll probably take that. It'd be here in Colorado. So your fight with L- probably here on like September October. So your fight with LFA is still you're still a fight by fight contract. Yeah, it's it's just still just a single fight. Yep. I mean, it's good that, that, I mean, I gotta say, like I said, I talked to another fighter out here on the East coast and, and, uh, it's good that you, you're getting the offers with timelines like that, because the fighter I spoke to, like he's got an offer, but they don't, they don't even know where they're going to do it. Cause I'm, you know, he's in New York, I'm in New Jersey. And if you know, you see the way things are out here, I mean, you yeah. know, we were yeah. the worst in the whole, in the whole country or whatever it is. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, I definitely think, uh, uh, I really think it's something that folks need to watch somebody like yourself that that's just going after it. I, I feel like uh, your voice isn't heard enough. You know what I mean? When it looks because people look at for reasons to stop everything and here you are, what you want to keep going because you know, yeah. the, the fighter's life is not something that uh, you can really put on pause. No, man, it's, it's, uh, it's a good thing. I'm as young as I am right now. Cause and it's a good thing. Things are coming back as quick as they are, I guess, because man, someone that's like 32, 33, 35 on the regional scene trying to make it trying to get like a final push has a fight coming up something and then this shit happens and maybe your career's booked like put on shelf for six months a year that can be devastating man like i don't know like some opportunities can be 
taken away from that, but it wasn't too long, fortunately. So I don't think, I don't think there's too much, too much chaos. Do you have another full-time job that kept you busy or were you completely <laughs> just out of everything when this lockdown? Uh, no, I, uh, my job is, uh, I work for the city and I work, uh, I do youth sports officiating year round. So, um, I lost, I, I lost my, uh, main source of income through all this. But I mean, I didn't let that like, you know, uh, you can, it's, you, you can only control how you react to things. And I, I just went with it. Well, I hope you don't get in trouble talking about your, your own youth, uh, your, the, the fight club that you had from when you were, you know what I mean? Sometimes that stuff, it, when it comes to hey, uh, uh, statue of limitations, I think now it's been like 10 years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that that's crazy, man. So, you, do you ever think about doing like a throwback to to honor that story, like as far as like when you're walking in, or is there something that you're doing that, that we haven't picked up on since we're just hearing it? Like, is there a is there like a Fight Club? No, like- I, I, uh, I I really haven't done anything to like sneak that in there. That that is something that I should do though. I, I, I don't know. A, I have a Woodland though. Brawl shirt or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woodlawn Brawler or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting the story out there now. So I need what I need is like a digital animator to like tell the story. You know what I mean? There you so go. Like, that could be like a video story of it. <laughs> is there? There's not. There, I mean, I hate to keep going back to it, but I thought that was such a cool story. Good. There's no. no um, is there any uh like World Star YouTube videos from uh, like archival Dude, footage of stuff? I have. I had them on my old phone in 2009, which I think might be at my mom's house in Illinois, somewhere, <laughs> in the house, somewhere in like my old room or some shit. Like maybe on like a LG Triton or something, like some old phone, <laughs> dude. dude. It's in there somewhere. There were videos though, 100. percent Oh, you need to get those out, man. <laughs> you oh, need to. No, I mean, look at that. They're putting Jorge Masvidal's backyard fights up as featurettes now. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not do the same for uh, for your thing? I mean, that's a great story. Yeah, I have. I have to get a hold of her. So, uh, so uh, I mean, uh, I feel like your hair is longer than the last time I saw you. Are you Are you going to oh, get the the haircut before your fight? I don't think so. I think mean, I never had my hair this long either. I just you, I don't know. It was cool. I know, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know you generally like to keep it a little long for your fights. Uh, I'm probably uh, gonna get like corners or something. I've never done that before. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> are are the barbershops even open in Colorado? I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, what they, they are. A lot of people tell me every day. <laughs> well, I've been giving Ed Ed shit for the last two months, and yeah, I got mine got, left. He week, finally man. got trimmed up. He was uh, uh, he was getting a little Mexican afro going there for yeah. for a while. <laughs> nice. But uh, so during this this time. Uh, it, you, have, you you were saying elevation fight team while fighters have been busy you guys have really i mean you guys were on the map before um yeah but uh i don't think there's any gym that's really taken advantage uh of this last six months like you guys between uh gagey uh overeem magni blades sandhagen had a setback but that happens when you fight great fighters uh yeah. has it been kind of frustrating are, are you guys fully open now I guess I should ask first. Yeah, we're uh, so I'll say we're we're open now, but we're uh, with with some restrictions like times and like slots like that. Um, but for practices resuming back to somewhat normalcy. Is it weird being 
you know, a, a close knit team with the pro fighters and not, and then having guys win world titles or, you know, interim, whatever the hell Gagey's a beast, it, it, no yeah. matter what title he's carrying. Is it weird to kind of not be able to celebrate or it be the, the team atmosphere when you see all this success coming in? Um, I wouldn't say that because like, uh, actually we were, like I said, we started this poker club. We watched all the fights at the poker club with a bunch of people there too. It was just like, you know, it was just like old times, like getting together at a house party, watching fights. A lot of us, man, we weren't really concerned about this. And, uh, you know, we have our own opinions. We won't get too much into that about this whole virus shit, but a lot of us, there's all I gotta say is this. A lot of us, probably over half the people on the team got sick in early January, December, November with very similar symptoms and were like myself included. Mm-hmm. And I was out for like a solid two weeks and then like a two week recovery phase after that. So take that for what you will. I'm not saying I had it, but yeah, I think it's I, been here longer than a lot of people thought. And a lot of us are not concerned at all or not believing in the shit being told by the big heads. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. I mean, it, it's funny you're saying that because uh, I just got back training myself like three weeks ago with for jujitsu, and and it's just a close knit group of guys. It's me and me and four other guys. Um, I mean, we're doing it in the basement because everything's still locked down here. But when we were talking about it, we were kind of like, yeah, you know, I feel like I might have, if I had it, it was in like for me, like around February is when I was exhibiting the this similar thing, and I have asthma, so like yeah. you know. Um, it's like I hear you, man. I mean, but what you just said, just just really, it's it's almost like repetitive of what everyone else when we talked about it too. My close group group of friends, um, you know, just talking about like, yeah, I feel like I had it already, and 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 um, yeah. you know, maybe I we, like you said, nobody got tested. Well, three of them got tested, and they tested negative. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, one of those things where it's like I I feel like I had it. I <laughs> I feel like I had yeah. it. And now I'm good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, your the event is being held where? Because uh, they just keep flashing the four dates. Uh, it's Sioux Falls, and it's uh, man, I had the arena. It's uh, I can't remember what the arena called. For some reason, it's in a sports arena, and nobody's going to be there. I don't understand <laughs> that either, dude. Why are they having? How much do they got to pay for these? Fucking, yeah. Are they already paying for buildings? Like, like the UFC, you know, they could have this in like a studio garage, and yeah. I don't know. It's, no, it's we've we've had that discussion before. I was yeah. trying to, we were trying to figure out, I think last week or the week before, why Bellator hasn't really done anything um, when literally you could you could do it anywhere. You can put a cage, and that yeah. was why the whole Fight Island thing to me was always BS. He's talking about building infrastructure and stuff, and I'm going, what do you need to build to put a cage inside a garage? You know, yeah. or, or put a cage on a, on a beach somewhere if, if we were really going to have a real fight island and not just do it in a town in the Middle East. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was going there. But, uh, yeah, July 17th, um, LFA 85. Man, uh, I hope that uh, hope you pick up a good win there and, and are able to, to, you know, you say you have another fight option of, available if other things don't fall into place. But uh seems like you're, you're positioning yourself for a, for what your your main goal is. And, uh, you know, I, I think you're doing the right the route you're taking and, and the fight team you're with and everything seems to be the, the you've, you've made a lot of good choices to get where you're at right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm, you know, like you guys are talking to with a lot of my teammates' victory, it's really highlighted, uh, highlighted the team I train with. And it's just good to see other people succeeding and 
you know, watching them is just inspiring. It just makes me want to be right there with them, and that's what I want, man. So I'm going to go get that. Yeah, you know, they say success is, can be like a virus, too. You surround yourself with successful people, and, it, you know, you'll be like – I saw a quote the other day. If you're around five successful people, then you'll be the sixth one. So uh, that seems like you're, you're – you, whether it be poker, uh, park fights, or, or you know, fi- fighting on Fight Pass on LFA this month, man, I, I definitely see it coming for you. I think you got the right attitude, so good luck to you. Thanks. That seems more believable than some of the bullshit I've been told. Success is like a virus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, geez. anyways, why don't you why don't you throw out all your handles, Twitter? Uh, you did it last time, but why don't you throw that out again? Yeah, uh, at Jay Wetzel MMA. If you can't, can they see the screen graphics or no? Yeah. Uh, yes, on, okay. Yeah, yeah just the handle here, right below my chin. It's the same for all of them. YouTube included. Got a couple of videos on there. All right, everybody, watch uh, Justin Wetzel's fight uh, versus uh, Jacob Thrall. Uh, this July 17th UFC fight pass. Uh, it'll be the second LFA event. So they've got four scheduled for the month of July. And uh, hopefully we start seeing uh, nonstop fights after that. Uh, best of luck to you. And uh, again, th- thanks for joining us. Hell yeah, man. It's great to be on here again. The show is brought to you by all access MMA.com. Fans can follow us at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbazal on Twitter and Carbeerzal on Instagram. Best of luck, Justin. We'll be rooting for you. Uh, look forward to talking to you again next week, Ed. And I'm going to drop that link for your YouTube, too, on the body of this one, Justin, just so cool. folks can uh, check it out. And I want to check it out, too. But thank you so much. Yeah, and if you uh, find that if you find that video, we'd love to uh, exclude oh, the video on Ghost to Ghost Combat Hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? We could we could do it and like commentate it or something. If I could figure out how to. <laughs> oh, <do that. laughs> there we go. Yeah, that'd be quick. they one minute round, so it'll be it'd be easy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's such a great story. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Good night, fellas. Later. That was good, man. Hey guys, Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions and some the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, The Blogboard Jungle. Um, thanks again for listening. And if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout on the podcast. Maybe uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.